Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. Let's see, it is almost mid-October. Wow. I've talked about it before that fall is one of my literally favorite times. I'm really hoping that I can find this here this year now. I was told it's not really a big thing, or maybe they just didn't, they haven't seen it a lot. In college one year, it was my junior or senior year, I went to this apple orchard with some friends, and it was a super, super fun time, and there was like this giant corn pit that you could crawl in, and it's just like all this corn. I have this picture of me filling my shirt with corn. (laughs) I'll post that on my Instagram, so you can uh, go back and see that. If you've never been on a farm during harvest season, it's really awesome, and it's just like, I don't think there are many things more enjoyable than that. Yeah, life's about like trying to find those things, and I'm grateful that I had that opportunity to find that. But anywho, I hope to find an experience like that, hopefully this month or next. I was really just trying to talk until I could think of something that's really more fun to talk about, just like something random. But it's been a little hard to get those those juices flowing, you know, in your thoughts, in your mind. I'm looking at a clothespin right now. I'm on my second mask for COVID time. I unfortunately misplaced my first one. It had Pikachu on it. One of my sisters made it for me, and I loved it. But when I wore it, I had to use a clothespin or, like, something to make it tighter because it was a little big for my head, which is okay. I don't have as big of a head as some people might think. (laughs) And also what I found is is it was like dual purpose is once I took it off, you know, with your mask, you're like, okay, where do I hold, where do I put this now? Because like now I'm touching it and gross and my hands, I'm not Inspector Gadget, like I don't have Lysol just like in my hands that I can like spray on it. Which by the way, don't try to disinfect stuff with Febreze because Febreze actually just traps the germs and once they heat up. It's like in a giant bubble, and once the bubble heats up, then it lets the germs out again. It doesn't actually kill them 99.99% of the way. (laughs) With the clothespin, what I would do is I would have it, like, hooked into one of the loops, and then I would hook it on my shirt, like that. (laughs) And I need to start doing that again with my mask. Do you ever think you're boring? You're just stuck inside your head all day? There are times you're like definitely entertained and you're enjoying the time, but it's just like, okay, there's not really anything going through my head. There's more coming out of my head than what's going into my head. Yesterday I was like, okay, we have brains, but how do brains process information? It's a cool thought. Anyway, I made this cool new uh, vocal booth set up. It's been interesting. It's been kind of hard to tweak it, but I think I like it. Click, click, smack, boom, pop, pop, bam. Speaking of bam, bam has three letters, which uh, podcast, the first word in podcast has three letters as well. So 
if you are just joining, this podcast is a personal and therapeutic tool that I call a vocal diary. It's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories. I'm standing up straighter and adjusting my posture like I'm about to give a speech. Explore stories and just post them for anybody who might be interested. I have these experiences that are in the diary, but it'd be cool if they inspired someone. So, welcome to my diary, my vocal diary. I am not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. I'm just doing it. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am. I need a, I really need to put like a mirror in here so it's like I'm actually talking to somebody, but I'm talking to myself because right now I'm talking to a microphone and you're just listening and I'm also listening at the same time. It's like a joint thing that we're doing together. Sometimes I forget who I am and where I've been, so it's nice to write those down in a journal. Really, episodes one and two are like a baseline for those stories, like a blueprint, a foundation of who I am. There we go. That's a cool way to put it. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. Without further tangential conversation in my own head or rants, here we go. To when I feel known in a community. This is cool because I was talking about, I was actually talking to someone, a new life person, or not like a life person, like a new friend that I made. I make friends sometimes, and the other day I made one, and that was cool. We were talking about, like, oh, where are you from? Where do you work? Stuff like that. It was at, like, a church gathering, and she's like, these are my people. Like, these are my people. And have you ever, like, been somewhere before? Whether it be, you know, you go to a party at someone's house multiple times, or you go to a church gathering where you're well-known. And by the way, you're well-known at the uh, the parties. <sighs> Or like your classes, if, you, if you're a student or if you work. Those are like different types of communities. I don't specifically remember because when I make these topics, I've kind of dropped the ball on... It's actually a lot more difficult than you think to link a time to these. Unless you write it down right away. Which, okay, I'll try to do that. I'll try to be better at it. Yeah, when you feel part of a community, it's nice. because. You're like out of your shell. You can quit trying to be a performer, which being a performer is fun if you're comfortable doing it. Like as an actor, you're really performing for the camera and yourself, I would say. Because trying to explore your craft, you know, you see what works, you see what doesn't work. And you're just really trying to have fun and embrace it and like find joy in it. I'm okay with saying it's like you're performing for yourself. The beauty is when you find that comfortability in doing that. Maybe I'm completely making no sense at all, which is okay, because we're all wrong about stuff sometimes. It's like me talk. okay, me talking to a microphone. My community, there's actually no guarantee that anybody's listening to this right now other than me, because I'm listening to it, and I will listen back to it multiple times while I'm processing it to make it sound better so that whoever listens to it in my community of listeners 
yeah, I'm just trying to make it good. You know, when you create something, you're trying to do better. You're trying to perform better for yourself. Let's go with that. <laughs> but to when I feel known with anything you create, you want people to know who you are, what you do. Some people do it for the wrong reasons, and they want to, like, actually be known to be... There's nothing wrong with being famous, but if you wrap up your whole identity in that, then that's where it kind of gets a little sticky and life-consuming. Feeling known, it brings you a sense of joy. There's this song by Francesca Battistelli called He Knows My Name. She is a Christian artist, and she's talking about Jesus. And some of the lyrics, I don't need my name in lights. I'm famous in my father's eyes. Make no mistake, he knows my name. I'm not living for applause. I'm already so adored. It's all his stage. He knows my name. Oh, oh. He knows my name. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wherever you're at, just whether you're a person of faith or whether you're not, the first person that you should be glad who knows you is yourself. If you don't really know yourself, then it makes it everything else like two or three or a lot more times more difficult to like get to know someone. Because if someone's like, hey, who are you? What do you like to do? And you're like, I don't know. I found myself sometimes in those situations where I'm like, I don't really know. When I was a barista at a coffee shop, a customer asked me a question, a simple question, like, how are you? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> that was hard. I feel like I haven't yet gotten to a thing. Yeah, I have. If you don't have any friends, it's okay, because you have you. If you love Jesus, you have Jesus. If you don't love Jesus, you still have you. Ask yourself, do you feel known? And if you don't feel known, if you feel alone, try to change that. It is possible. It's hard. It's really hard. Really, really, really hard. But it's okay. <coughs> to when insomnia gets the best of me. I've seen many, many times what the best of me is. No, I haven't. I've had tastes of the best of me. The best of me is yet to come. I have things that I would like to be doing. Like, I've got a bunch of books. You know, I would like to read those books. And, you know, not being able to sleep would be, like, a really great time to read a book because that might be able to help you get to sleep, actually. I think, and I'm going to go with this for the most part, is that the reason that I do struggle to get to sleep is that I am keeping myself up. <laughs> I said it. That's it. Ouch. I just tried putting a clothespin on my nose, and it actually really hurt. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Like that picture of the guy that, I don't know, from the early 2000s or something, from the Guinness Book of World Records, who... <laughs> if only you could see me right now. He, um... What did he do? He put a bunch of clothespins on his face. I think he had, like... How many did he have? Oh, wow. Okay, maybe it's this. Not the early 2000s, 2012. Is this the same guy? A clothespin is called a peg? Oh, that's what happens? According to the Guinness World Records, most clothes pegs clipped to the face in one minute. 
51. And I have three. <laughs> I got them on my cheeks, one on my eyebrow. Ooh, I should post this picture on uh, my Instagram too. Yeah, now I got four. <laughs> I'm trying to smile right now. <laughs> nice. Okay, the picture that I posted is me trying to smile. Yeah, I'm going to take them off my face because it's probably not good for your face. It would be nice if I could, like, talk normally again. Ah! Okay, I got four in a minute. That was cool. <laughs> Insomnia. Each night you have a thought of, like, okay, I want to get to bed at this time. If you don't have a routine, like, that's really your problem. Where you need to start is having a routine. I told someone earlier today that COVID has really made some big impact negatively to everybody in a certain way. And one of them for me has been my sleep schedule. And I've told you that before. It's hard. If you have good intentions of getting to bed early, but you do lay down and then you're like up for two hours, like, okay, you didn't really help any. So sometimes you just got to like hang tight and plow through it. I heard someone say it takes 17 times of doing the same thing to make it a habit. So maybe, okay, going to bed at 10, laying down for bedtime at 10 a.m. every night, maybe that would help. Maybe. But okay, when it gets the best of me, like when I wake up, I, I feel like the next day I'm not at my full potential. Or I'm not in a really, really good place to be at a good at a good potential. You know, you're just like tired or you're just like trying to get through the day and you're like you're slugging your way through the day life is really hard and frustrating i get that <sighs> the first time i stayed up really late playing video games i'm pretty sure it was in eighth grade we had like a middle school lock-in at pioneer in colorado it was cool because we were up to like 6 or 7 a.m. But like people brought in their GameCubes or Xboxes or just whatever game like PlayStation, Nintendos, and everybody linked their games together. And it was cool. Like we had a sleepover at school. It's really cool to be able to do that and really fun to be able to do that when you don't have any type of obligation the next day. Maybe when I get older than I am now, because I'm not, I'm not super old, but I'm kind of old, you know. My therapist once said that I was 10 years older than, I'm, than I actually am. That was like three years ago, so thank you. But maybe someday it'll be cool to like, once a month, just stay up till the break of dawn. But when that starts to become a habit, it really gets the best of you. If you do struggle with insomnia, if you are just like laying in your bed for I don't know how long. Like literally the last week I've been just listening to the Bible as I go to sleep. I set this, the sleep timer for like 30 minutes and now I'm out. Last night though, <laughs> somehow the sleep timer turned off and it just kept playing. I started in Isaiah chapter one. <laughs> I got through all of Isaiah and then even like halfway through Jeremiah. Jeremiah 46. Maybe if you're not into the Bible, you could just like find a book. But if you're just focusing on something as you go to sleep, instead of like sorting through everything you caught in your mental net throughout the day, then you'll probably have a better shot of getting to bed quicker.
to when I discovered time budgeting. Some might say it's a little OCD. If you get the opportunity to get in a, we'll just call it a resourceful conversation with me, I'll bring up time and time budgeting and money because like, okay, money is a resource, so you should probably figure out where you're spending it and stick to that budget. But oh, how often do we stray from that? Now, you can say the same thing with time. Time is a little more like limited because you have 23 hours and 56 minutes in a day. Yes, that's true. You can fact check me. It's not 24 hours. You spend money on rent. You spend money on food. You spend money on sewage, electric, internet, all your utilities, all those utilities related to your housing. Then you have like car insurance, health insurance, child expenses, coffee, bananas. Well, bananas would go into your grocery budget. Coffee is like its own separate thing. (laughs) But time budgeting, since you already have like a fixed number, you can be like, okay, and yes, we'll use the baseline of 24 hours to not get so technical. Say you sleep without difficulty eight hours a day. Then you have 16 hours left in the day. Okay, say you spend three hours between cooking, preparing, and cleaning up, and eating food. Okay, now we're left with 13 hours. Work, eight hours. You're left with five hours. Uh, hygiene and all that stuff. I won't, I won't explain what hygiene is. I'm pretty sure you could figure that out. We'll just say an hour. Or you could even be as bold as saying half an hour. I won't tell you which one I do. <laughs> so minus one, we're left with four hours. You consistently read an hour every day. You're left with three hours. You commute in traffic, say, an hour every day. You're left with two hours. So you can really get really nitpicky about this, but at some point you just kind of have to let it go. My encouragement to you, which maybe this could be good for you, like a little a tool to take with a grain of salt, would be where are you spending time in your day? You'll most likely see you have a bunch of extra time in your day that you don't know what's happening to it. Back in like April and May, I did this because I was not working because COVID, I know where I spent 94 to 96% of my time. Where did I spend that other 4%? Literally, I don't know. But Financial Peace University by Dave Ramsey, you should look into it, says to tell every single dollar where to go as far as budgeting your money. Don't let anything go unnoticed. Don't let anything go under your radar. You could do that with time. I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with your family and friends and anybody and everyone you know. Also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Thanks for listening.